0: the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. More grace, more peace. You all ready? Grace upon grace upon grace. We are talking about grace and peace. Jesus is our grace. Jesus is our peace. Grace and peace. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. I hope you all came ready. You got your notebooks out? Come on, let's get in the Bible. Get your app out, open up the Bible. We're gonna jump right in. Matthew 11, 28. Are you tired? Come on, worn out, burned out on religion. Burnt out on asking why, God, why? Burnt out on reading the scriptures yet having no power? Burnt out on religion? Come on, we better wake up to a relationship with Jesus. Jesus. Jesus said, Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. That takes what? Action. Come to me. Jesus is saying, Come to me. Get away with me, and you will recover your life. We're over here dreaming about vacations, trying to get away, and Jesus is saying, come with me get away with me. Jesus gave us the picture always. What was he doing? He was getting away with the Father. He was spending time with the Father. He would get away to spend some time with the Father and Jesus is saying, get away with me. Come with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. If religion is heavy, if it's ill-fitting, it's not Jesus. It's not Jesus, right? Because we're going to look to his word and we're going to see who Jesus is, right? We're going to learn of him. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and you'll learn how to live lightly. How many are you ready for freedom, true freedom, right? Freedom from religion, freedom from fear, freedom from the world, freedom from anxiety, freedom that we need to come to Jesus. He says, when you come, I give. When you come, I give. And what does he give? He gives rest. He gives rest. He says, come and I will give you all that you need. Anybody lacking anything? Anybody needing anything? Come on. Jesus said, come to me. Get away with me and I will give you. We come to what? The job. We come to get a greater greater education. We're running and we're running for more money, more power, more followers, more fame, more this, more, 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 right? And we're still not fulfilled, still not satisfied. Why? Because we need to come to Jesus, We need to come to him. We need to get away with him. And he says he will give us supernatural refreshing for our souls. Anybody's souls need some refreshing? Because that's what gets burnt out. Your spirit man is ready to go at all times. Your soul, your soul gets a little beat up. Why? Because we've been making soul ties with the wrong things. Anybody been soul tied to the wrong thing before? Yeah, all of us, been there, done that. Come on. We're going to get soul-tied to Jesus, and he's going to refresh our souls. Jesus said, come to me. you know what Jesus is saying? He's saying, have a real relationship with me. Have a real relationship with me. When I was 4 years old I received Jesus. I come running to Jesus, talking to Jesus. Jesus is my best friend. So excited everything about Jesus. Jesus. I was 4 years old and I met Grace. You know, I, I had no truth, I had no understanding, but I met Jesus and it changed my life and it impacted my life. But you know what? I needed to come to know Jesus. And it wasn't until I got to this church, right, till I got truth about who he was and then I got to come to know. And you know what happened? Grace and peace was multiplied in my life. I was no longer afraid of Jesus. I was walking with Jesus, working with Jesus, partnered with Jesus. And that's available to all of us, every single person that, what, comes to Jesus, come to Jesus. And you'll find, right, he says his coming to me is not come to the Bible. It's not come to church. He's saying come to me, but yes, come to church, right? Yes, keep opening your Bible because that's where you learn of him have a real relationship with me, marry me, partner up together with me. We talked about that last week, being yoked together, right? When that oxen is yoked together, they got a wood balancing them and they're always together. He's saying, yoked together with me, partner with me. Why? Because I am the way. Jesus is what? He is the way. We're, we're always searching for the way. What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? When I get big, what am I supposed to do? Do you know how many old people are still saying, when I get big, what am I supposed to do? Why? Because they haven't had, found their purpose in Christ Jesus. There's so much, right? He is the way. He is the truth. Not my truth. He is the truth. I'm not going to allow my experience in this fallen world to be my truth. No way. I'm gonna allow Jesus, his ultimate truth, Be the truth of my life. If Jesus said, You are healed by the stripes of Jesus, then let me tell you, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. If my life experience says different, who am I gonna believe? Who are you gonna believe? Am I gonna believe my truth or am I gonna believe the truth? Am I gonna believe the way? Come on, and I'm gonna find everlasting life, right? That's where we tap into that supernatural. He is the life that you need. We talked about last week, three steps, three steps to finding more grace and more peace always is what? Number one, continuously come to Jesus. Continuously come to Jesus. Why? Because if you're having a real friendship, a real relationship, a real marriage with somebody, let me tell you, you are coming to them every single day. Right? Anybody in a relationship with somebody that you never talked to? That's not a relationship if that's what you got going on, sorry. No, you come to them, right, with needs, with expectations, with dreams, with visions, with passions, with, you know, drama, with the tea, with whatever. But you're coming to them. Come to Jesus. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Have a relationship with him. So we continuously Continuously come to Jesus. Number two, continuously partner up with Jesus. We partner together. We are co-laborers together with him. We are mission-minded with Jesus. He has a plan. He has a purpose. He showed us the way, how to surrender our will. We look to him. We pattern our lives after him. We're disciples of him. What does the word disciple mean? Discipline. We are disciplined people. Sorry, I'm getting excited. <laughs> Whenever my hands start going, I don't know why I do that. It's just really didn't calm down. I just get so excited, right? We're disciplined people, right? Continuously partnering together with Jesus. We know that we are co laborers together with him, that he's got a plan and he's got a purpose. And it's not to condemn, It's not to condemn. It's to be so full of his life and his love that it overflows. And people are like, what is it that you got that we don't? What is it that you got? You know what I got? I got that big hole in my soul filled with Jesus. His name is Jesus, because love has a name, right? Everybody's looking, will you love me? Will you accept me? Will you approve of me? And Jesus is saying, yes, 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 right? Yes, yes, yes. That's what we have. We have a real relationship with Jesus, not religion, not works, not guilt, not condemnation, but a real friendship, a real relationship with Jesus. We are partnered together with Jesus. And number three was continuously learned from Jesus. We continuously look to him to pattern ourselves after him. Where are we going to learn from Jesus? Let me tell you those, led, those red letters, those red letters in the New Testament, that's Jesus speaking. That's who we're going to look to. What did Jesus do? He came and he took authority over sin, sickness, disease, over elements. He said to the storm, Peace be still. He said to the disciples, we're getting to the other side. Anybody got some mountains, some storms, some waves, some valleys going on in your life? Let me tell you, Jesus said, we're getting to the other side. So we look to Jesus and we look and we see, what did Jesus do? What are they? They're in the boat. The waves are crashing down. The waves are filling up the boat. And Jesus is at peace. Taking a nap in the boat. Let me tell you, don't you know he felt that? You know, you get a little water in your ear, you're like, ah. And they're like, Jesus, we're going to die. Anybody been in a storm and you're like, God, don't you care? And we're supposed to pattern ourselves after Jesus? You know what we should do is scoot him on over, get a little room on that pillow, get under the comforter, the Holy Spirit, and say, we're resting right here in Jesus. If that's the model he showed us, then that's what we're going to be doing. Looking to him, keeping our eyes on him, keeping our trust in him, learning from him. Learning from him. That means patterning ourselves after him. Do you know that we only do what we've been taught? We only do what we've been taught. We pattern ourselves after our parents. If your parents freak out, if your mom freaks out, if your nanny, your nana, your whoever freaks out because there's a spider, so will you. This is me. I don't like something about spiders and roaches. Everything else, whatever, all right, whatever. But let me tell you in the backyard a few years ago, the backyard here, there was a massive spider. I'm not even joking, the size of my hand, maybe a little smaller. That may be exaggerating. I was like, whoa, whoa, Daniel, guys, guys, look, get it. They're like, you get it. I'm like, hold on, stay right there, everybody. I run inside, get the the Bug killer. I'm like, here, here you go, kill it. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I was videotaping or whatever, but all of a sudden, y'all ready to have some bad dreams? Because <laughs> this replays in my mind. All of a sudden, that big old black thing, they sprayed it. It shot babies off its back. And all of a sudden, little spiders just like, you know what happened? I screamed and cried and ran. Ah! Ah! <laughs> and then I'm like, and, and for some reason, I'm like, did you guys see that? <laughs> They're like, yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to spray them off. But anyways, all I'm saying is that we pattern ourselves just like our parents, right? Anybody like, oh, I'm never gonna do that. I'm, I I said this continuously. Oh, I'm never gonna drink. I'm never gonna drink. I'm never going to drink because I hated how my parents responded to this or whatever. So I'm never, I'm never, I'm never, I am never. Let me tell you, the first party, somebody said, hey, you want some? Yeah, sure, why not? You can say you're never, right? But until you renew your mind and get new information and trade the old information, you will. Because you can only do what you've seen. We're mimickers. We're just supposed to be mimicking Christ. We're supposed to be imitating Christ. We're supposed to imitate Jesus, following, patterning his example, learning from him continuously for the rest of our lives here on this earth. We're learning from him, right? We continuously come to Jesus to learn from him, to have fellowship with him, and to have a deep, intimate, personal relationship with him. Not for salvation to get born again, again, again. You know, because I didn't know every night when I was younger, I would receive Jesus. I would receive Jesus. I would hope that the rapture wouldn't come because I was really bad that day. And I'm like, I am so sorry, God. Forgive me for all my sins, for the ones I forgot, for the ones I'm going to do tomorrow, and for the ones I'm thinking about right now. Forgive me. I'm just a kid, you know, you don't know. All I know is they had too much stuff about the rapture. So I was always afraid that the rapture was coming and I was going to be left behind because I was the bad child. I wasn't the bad kid. I was just the fun one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, God, I'm so sorry that I'm going to hell. This is me talking to him, having a real relationship with him, praying to him. But I didn't know the word. I didn't know truth. I didn't know grace like, I'm so sorry that I'm going to go to hell because it's too much fun sinning. So I'm just going to have fun all the way till I get, till I get to hell and then I'll pay up, you know? Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, like, what, what in the world? That is religion. That is works. I can never do works good enough because thank God I'm saved by grace Through faith in Jesus, right? We're saved by grace. So coming to Jesus, coming to Jesus, continuously coming to Jesus is not for salvation to get born again, 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 again. When we call on the name of Jesus, we are saved by grace through faith, and we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. So we don't got to worry about that. We can put that to rest, right? We continuously come to Jesus to know him more and more. Anybody had a real close friend? that you learn of more and more. Man, y'all been through some stuff together. Those storms made you closer, brought you closer together because you knew that they had your back. You knew that they were standing in faith with you, for you, there for you and not against you, right? That's why we need to come to know Jesus more and more, more and more, right, in a real intimate way and in that knowing, all right, in that knowing that's when grace and peace is multiplied. You're already to know the word, to know Jesus, to know God. In the Bible, they say, and so and so knew so and so, and they had a baby. Y'all ready to know the word and be having a baby of what grace and peace start producing in miracles, signs, and wonders, right? Start making an impact, making a difference in this world. Why? Because what what are you pregnant with? The word of God. The word of God. How many are ready to birth heaven on earth? Heaven has streets of gold, and we over here working hard for a paycheck. We got to wake up to the kingdom of God, his way of doing things. And then that knowing is when grace and peace is multiplied in our lives. Peter tells us in 2 Peter 1-2, grace and peace, that special sense of spiritual well-being will be multiplied to you in the true intimate knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary his what his power come on his power has been bestowed upon us so that we have everything absolutely necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true personal knowledge that's the knowledge we don't read the bible to get brownie points from god we read the bible to know him we know him through his word. We know the Father through the Son. His His will is his word. What's God's will for my life? What's God's will for my life? Renew your mind to the word, right? So how many are ready for grace and peace to be multiplied? God's grace, right? His unearned favor. God's grace, God's peace all over your life. Everywhere that I go, I have grace and I have favor. Everywhere that I go. And I'm telling you, I've been pulled over by the police and people are like, oh, it's because you're cute. It has nothing to do with being cute, You could be looking all ugly. You guys know because you only see me up here, you think I'm cute. You see me in the grocery store, anybody seen me, y'all be like, oh, you look different. You look different. Are you tired? No, this is regular me. The regular me is not this me in case you are wondering. Hello, anybody? Just saying. Any singles out there? You know, we can look a lot different. girls. Okay, y'all are leaving me hanging, acting like you don't look different. Okay. Just, I'm saying, everywhere that I go, I walk in favor. It's not about being cute. It's about Jesus alive in you. It's about Jesus alive in you. And people are experiencing a tangible Jesus, Jesus with hands and feet, right? Because you're in this body, He's in you, and they're experiencing Jesus alive in you. So they're like, there's something about you. Something is different. What is it? It's Jesus. It's His love, it's His peace, it's His grace. I have been through some storms with my health. I've been through some surgeries. I've been through some MRIs. I've been through some, some CT scans. And I walk into that place, I have a smile on my face. I am confident that I'm getting through to the other side of this storm. I know that God is with me. He is in me. He is for me. He is not against me. And doctors, anesthesiologists, people are like, who is she? She? They go out there to meet my sister. Who is that girl? You put her under, she's not under. She knows Jesus. She, I found grace. Read in the Bible, and Noah found grace. And so-and-so found grace. And so-and-so found grace. I found grace. Let me tell you, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And I'm not, I'm not gonna live my life as. My experience is truth. No, his word is the truth. Jesus is the truth. He is the way, and he's all the life that I will ever need, right? And his grace and his peace is multiplied in my knowing, in my knowing that I know that I know him, right? God's grace, unearned favor, acceptance, benefits, provision, more than enough, and God's peace. Shalom, that supernatural rest, that wholeness. Anybody ready to be whole, spirit, soul, and body? Wholeness, that completeness, prosperity, peace of mind, that resilient endurance, peace. Come on, will be multiplied in what? In your knowing. It'll be multiplied in your knowing. When you know who you are and you know whose you are, there's a whole nother level of confidence that comes upon you because you know that no matter what happens to be here on this earth, hey, it's nice, out of this earth with Jesus. But I know I'm not going anywhere, so calm down, you know. This knowledge in this knowing, it's going to be multiplied. What? The knowing knowledge is Our correct knowledge of God, not our assumptions. No, the correct knowledge of God that multiplied in our knowing is our full discernment of God and his kingdom, his way of doing things. That knowledge, that knowing is also in our daily discipline to come to Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Jesus. Grace is not opposed to discipline. Like we just like, oh, have grace for me. Have grace for for me. Okay, good, that's great. But get it together at some point in your life, you know? Have grace. Grace is not opposed to discipline. There is a discipline to grace. Grace is opposed to earning favor from God through your discipline. Discipline is good for you. Discipline is putting the flesh in check. Right? Discipline, but discipline earns you nothing from God. It benefits you here on this earth. It benefits you, right? Your eating discipline benefits you. You're watching TV, scrolling on the internet, discipline benefits you and gives you peace of mind because you stop trolling and scrolling and jelly of, of everybody because they got this and they got that. And look at their man and look at their body and look at their this and look at their Louie and look at their roly 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 roly. It's fake. The Rolly's fake. The Louis's fake. They are filtered and fake. You are fake on there. So if you know how fake you are, think about that. You know how much time you edited that photo. You know that it took you 200 pictures to get that one skinny angle. And then you breathe. So if you know how fake you are, The girl you're being jelly of, she's the same fake as you. Let's be the real deal. Let's be the real deal, right? All this discipline helps us, but it doesn't earn us favor with God. Does that make sense, right? Godly discipline is so good for us. The discipline to come to Jesus, the discipline to learn from Jesus, right? Because it takes discipline to have your focus on him because everything's out to distract you right? The discipline to continuously have fellowship with him. When you wake up, seek first the kingdom of God. When you wake up, acknowledge God. When you wake up, the first thing you should do is not check your phone, check your status, check your email, check your bank account, check your check, check, check. The first thing you should do is check in with Jesus. Check in with his plan and his purpose for the day. Acknowledge him. You come to him with thanksgiving. Thank God that there's another day that I'm alive. Going through some medical stuff, I wake up every morning like, woo-wee, let's go. Another day, another day, right? and Especially because right now, right now, in this now, in this moment, they got labels on me. They got um, diagnostics on me. They got all kinds of stuff on me. You know what I say? Devil, no, not today. Not today. Not today. I'm not afraid of that diagnosis. I just don't believe in it. That's not my ultimate truth. I believe in the word. I believe in the word of God as the ultimate truth. So they're like, okay. The doctor's like, do your thing then. The doctor says, I don't recommend that way, but it's working for you. <laughs> it's working for you. That's right. It's working, right? The discipline, we gotta continually come to Jesus. We have to, we have to create a discipline. And it first just starts with practice. When I wake up, I'm gonna acknowledge God. When I wake up, I'm going to get in his word. And you're practicing the discipline. Then you can't wait to acknowledge God. You can't wake up like, God, did you miss me while I was asleep? Right? You can't wait to get in his word. God, show me more of yourself. Reveal more of yourself to me. Right? The discipline to have fellowship with Jesus even in suffering. Not blaming him for what's happening in this fallen world, but you're fellowshipping with him in suffering. That's a whole nother level, right? When we suffer, when this life hands us hard challenges, right, that we can't explain. Anybody had some hard challenges that you can't explain? You can't explain to yourself. You can't explain to your children. You got no idea. But hey, here it is. That's when our faith is actually revealed. When our cup is bumped. When our cup is bumped Do we actually trust Jesus or do we just sing a song? Do we actually trust Jesus or do we just raise our hands in church? Do we actually trust Jesus, right? Do we actually trust his word over our circumstance or do we believe the circumstance over his word? Do we actually trust his promises are yes and amen and that they will never disappoint us? Look at your neighbor and say, never. They will never disappoint us. Come on. Do we actually or do we just quote a scripture and quote a a quote and post it on Instagram? Do we actually believe that he cares about us? When your cup is bumped, do you actually believe that Jesus cares about you? He said, cast your care upon me because I care about you. Nobody cares about you more than him. You better take your tea to him. Not post it all over Facebook and everybody knows about your drama. No, go to the Prince of Peace. Go to his throne of grace and meet actual grace, right? Right? What do you believe? We believe in Jesus, we put our trust in Him, we keep our eyes on Him when the pain and the suffering and everything's trying to distract us. Nope, we look to Jesus, we got our eyes on Jesus, we know that that loved one we're believing for is healed. We're keeping our eyes on Jesus, not the circumstance. We're encouraging, believing with them, standing in agreement. We are casting our cares upon him, casting our cares upon him. Anybody know, like, right in that moment when you're like, I'm going to press in for Jesus. And they're like, oh, we need to let you know that you're about to be fired. Well, thanks. We got a testimony in here. Um, I won't do any shout-outs because I didn't ask for permission. Because you know your girl just be name-dropping. Don't tell me any secrets because it's coming out right here. All right? You know who you are, and I'm carrying a secret. Anyways, so we have these core classes, and we learn about tithing and giving our 10%. They're like, yeah, I'm a person. And they give their 10%, like, oh, we needed to let you know. Oh, and I'm going to volunteer. Volunteer for the VBS. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And so, like, oh, well, you can't. And if you don't, you're going to lose your job. Oh, well, I already made a commitment to my church. In that moment when you take a step of faith, there is the enemy and there is life do you really trust God? Do you believe he's your provider? Do you believe, do you, are you trusting? You're given that 10. Can you trust him with that 90%? Can you be a good steward of that 90%? And then, then what happened was they went to the next boss and the next boss and the next boss and the next boss. And that boss said, guess what? I just volunteered at my church's VBS and it was so impacting. I got, I'll get, I got your back. She got approval to. I was like, that's what I'm talking about, right? We just take that step of faith, and then your cup gets bumped, and you're like, do I trust you, Jesus? I think I do. <laughs> I heard the word. I acted. No, I do. I do trust you. Your word said it. I believe it. That settles it. And God's like, that's my girl. That's right. Coming through, right? That's the knowing that we know that we know. And what, what is multiplied? Grace and peace. Grace and peace is multiplied in our knowing that we know that we know that we know that he cares for us, right? So what do we need to do? We need to seek. We need to knock. Come on. We need to ask And we need to come to know Jesus in a greater way. We need to come to know Jesus as healer. We need to come to know Jesus as provider. We need to come to know Jesus as best friend. We need to come to know Jesus in a greater way because he is all that we need. He's saying, come to me, get away with me, spend some time with me, right? Because in the spirit In the kingdom of God, we already have all that we will ever need. We just need to come to know the kingdom. We need to come to know our spirit self, right? We just got to grow in our knowing of the kingdom. The kingdom of God means God's way of doing things. This world system has a way of doing things. And it is a low level of doing things. It's a lack level of doing things. It's a selfish level of doing things. And God has a way of doing things. And Jesus came to teach us the kingdom, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. And there's an authority, and there's an order, and there is discipline, and there is more than enough. And he is our source, and he is our provider. And there was so much that we need to look to Jesus so that we can understand the kingdom and we can grow in our knowing. We can grow in our knowing, knowing that we know that we know that no matter what you're going through, Jesus is there with you. Because I know that I know he's with me, I've got nothing to fear. Because I know that I know he's my provider, I've got nothing to fear. Because I know, right, we got to know that we know that grace is there with us. Peace is right there with us, right? In the hard times when we're going through it, that healing is there with us. And that provision has already provided for us. We just need to unlock the key of our knowing, our knowing, our knowing, 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 Right? Because Jesus has already provided for us. Jesus is not the one doing bad things to us. We have to make that clear. Jesus is not the one doing bad things to us. Life happens. God's not testing you. Life is. Anybody had some life test you wish you could pass already? Right? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay this off. I'm going to get out of debt. And you get this plan, and then all of a sudden you're right back here. What happened? You didn't pass that life test. Right? Or you get in bad relationships, and like I always date the loser, I always date the cheater, I always date the, the bad boy. Okay, well, there you go saying always. And what happens? You're repeating the same test, but he's got a different name, but the same look, because girl, you got a type. So we need to change your type. You know, get into the the kingdom thinking, and your number one thing on your type should be. Y'all ready for this? Girls, write this down. Guys, write this down too because, you know, you don't want no homie hopper either. The number one thing on your list should be integrity, character, a person of their word. Actually, the number one thing should be know Jesus. (laughs) Do you know Jesus? Like, do you know know Jesus? I need to know, right? Anyways, that was for free. If you needed it, pick it up. If not, you know. Sorry, it's too late. Jesus (laughs) is not the one doing bad things to you. No, but he, he desires to reveal himself to you in the bad times. He desires to reveal himself to you in the bad times, revealing his peace that passes understanding. When do you need peace that passes understanding? In the hard times, right? He desires to reveal his grace and favor when you did not earn it. Thank you, Jesus. He desires to reveal his power in and through you. We're no longer living powerless. We are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. We are filled with all power. We're filled with everything that we need. Let's go. When, by, blah, 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 how? When, by, how? How? When we partner together with him. When we are yoked together with him. When we are, you know, in the boat, taking the nap alongside with him, with him, right? When you're feeling tempted, when you're feeling rejected, when you're feeling beat down by life and stuff and your own thoughts and your own negative narrative, right? Jesus was rejected by man, but he was chosen by God. Jesus experienced temptation in every way. Yes, uh huh. That way, in every way. And he is able to relate to us and he is able to help us. He is there for us. You ready to find grace in the time of need? Jesus, Jesus. Not just a song. Experience Jesus, the person. Experience Jesus. Experience his grace and his favor and his mercy and his loving kindness and his faithfulness. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is always there with you saying, come to me. Get away with me. Shut down all the distractions and come to me. Right? Have faith in Jesus. We got to learn to fellowship with him in the hard times. We gotta learn to turn to him, right? And he will help us navigate through the hard times. Sometimes we think that it's just gonna be like magic and like, Jesus, ready, set, get me out of this situation. Ready, set, pay this bill. Ready, you know? And Jesus is like, Y'all, you ready? You ready to see my peace that passes understanding? You ready to work with me, learn from me? Come on, let's go. Come to me, right? And he's gonna help you navigate through. Navigate through this life, right? Showing himself strong. Not showing you strong, showing himself strong on your behalf. Because when we are weak, let me tell you, he is strong. He is strong. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12:9, but Jesus has said to me, Y'all ready? No, you guys are not ready for this scripture. Come on. But Jesus, who? Jesus. This is Paul. He said, Jesus said to me, Jesus is saying to you, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient. So no matter what comes my way, no matter what knocks on my door, his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough. They are always available to you regardless of the situation for my power, This is Jesus, his love, his grace, his power is being perfected and completed and shows itself most effective when you're strong. Nope, it shows itself most effective when you are weak and in your weakness, he is strong. Therefore, Paul said, I am all the more gladly, I all the more gladly boast In my weakness, so that the power of Christ may completely cover me. Y'all ready for this? We come to Jesus to be filled with power, love, and a sound mind. Come to me, dwell in me. So I, let me go, may completely cover me and may dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weakness. At first I used to hate that because I hate weakness, but I'm well pleased in weakness and with insults, with distress, and with persecution, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ, for when I am weak in human strength, when my body has failed me, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. It's not by my human strength, right? God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Let me tell you, you have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. When you are weak, learn to rest in him. When you are anxious, labor, labor to rest in him. When you're discouraged, learn the rhythms of grace. Learn to rest in him. When you're confused, come on. When you're full of fear, when you are battling sickness in your body, labor to get healed. Labor. No, labor to rest. Labor to rest in Jesus. Jesus says, come to me. Get away with me. Have a real relationship with me. Marry me. Marry my word. Partner up together with me. Walk with me and learn from me the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. What is grace? Jesus is grace. And where is it found? It's found in Christ Jesus. Because love has a name Jesus, Jesus. These are not just songs we sing, but this is the life we live. This is the life we live here on this earth. God has so much plans, and he's got so much purpose for you. We are more than conquerors. Whatever life is challenging you with, let me tell you, you already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Wake up to who you truly are. He is full of grace and truth grace and truth. I love you guys. Did you guys receive something tonight? Come on. You're impacted by the word. Love you guys so much. I believe in you. Let's go win. Amen.